Welcome to the Halloween Haunt, where you'll learn about horrible happenings, hideous Halloween history and traditions, and listen to appalling poems and unspeakable stories. And now, my gruesome guest, here is the loathsome lover of all things awful, the Halloween Haunter. <laughs> I've always been fond of the title of Anne Rice's novel, Interview with the Vampire. The Vampire. So definitive. Ever since the book Dracula, and especially the movie, our love of vampires has been fairly steady. But there have been times where it has exploded. We're on the tail end of one of those times, with the vampire diaries and true blood television shows, and the Twilight series of books and films leading the way. While everyone has their favorites, the phenomenon of interview with a vampire certainly set off a bit of a vampire explosion, inspiring a number of films in the late 1970s, such as another version of Dracula, Nosferatu the Vampire, and the so-called comedy Love at First Bite. The novel Interview with a Vampire was published in 1976, but was not related to the Bicentennial, except that the vampire Lewis was about 200 years old. The book was based on a short story Anne wrote in 1968, and was written shortly after her young daughter Michelle died. There is a child vampire in the story called Claudia, who is based on her. Interesting, right? I won't go into the plot, except to tell you that the story starts in Louisiana, with Louis who is turned into a vampire by another bloodsucker, named Lestat, who wants a companion. Louis, being younger than Lestat, has a moral compass, and it takes time for him to deal with becoming a vampire and feeding off of humans. Lestat later turns a five-year-old girl named Claudia into a vampire. Things happen. Louis and Claudia go to Europe looking for vampires to hang out with, and later Louis returns to New Orleans where the interview has taken place. I told you I wasn't really going into the plot. As you might imagine, with the death of her daughter to leukemia when she was just six years old, Anne Rice was in a dark place. She was deeply depressed and abused alcohol. It was in this state she reworked her short story. She researched vampires by day, sensible, much safer, and wrote at night. While she was shopping the novel to publishers who weren't interested, Anne became obsessed with germs, convinced she contaminated everything she touched. She got the attention of a literary agent who was able to sell publishing rights for a large multiple over what new authors normally got. Interview with the Vampire received mixed reviews, but sold well, and was the basis for ten sequels, known together as The Vampire Chronicles, and many sold more than the previous, especially The Vampire Lestat. As you can imagine, film rights were sold quickly, IMDB claims that John Travolta was in line to play Lestat, but all those vampire movies in 1979 scuttled the project for a while, and by the time it was made in the 90s, John was too old to play an eternally young being. Perhaps it's true. So Brad Pitt was Lewis, and Tom Cruise was Lestat, which horrified Anne Rice. She didn't think he could pull it off and said so publicly. When the movie came out, she changed her tune even more publicly, writing letters, taking out ads. It was as if she somehow had a financial interest in the success of the film. Antonio Banderas was Armand. Kirsten Dunst was Claudia. She was 12. 
It would have been hard with a six-year-old, since the character becomes a woman in her mind during the course of the story. River Phoenix was supposed to be the interviewer, but he unfortunately died from a drug overdose, and Christian Slater replaced him. Christian donated his salary to two of River's favorite charities. I scoured sources to find any evidence of supernatural experience associated with the writing or the filming of Interview with a Vampire, or in the life of Anne Rice. Alas, I could find none, although Ms. Rice did have too much familial death at bad times. In addition to her young daughter's passing, her alcoholic mother died when Anne was 14 years old herself. Still, it's interesting that another gothic-style masterpiece was created from the depths of despair. I suppose there's something to be said for some despair. Luckily, Ms. Rice is in a much better place now. I mean psychologically. She's still with us. And she's returned to writing of supernatural subjects with a couple of novels focusing on werewolves recently. Are there any literary figures or works you'd like to hear about? Let me know, then find some literary shows we've already done at thehalloweenhaunt.com.